Welcome to another edition of the Boilers Extra Podcast in the middle of basketball season uh, on this Wednesday night. We're going to talk a little football, a little Purdue football for you, uh, in part because uh, I was able to, to watch uh, the next to last practice for the Boilermakers in the spring. Uh, they will scrimmage. Coming up on Friday, uh, this will be their 15th and final practice on fi- on Friday. Uh, I'm pretty sure they will be scrimmaging inside the stadium um, as they as they wrap up spring practice. And I just I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you this before we get deeper into this thing about today's football practice. You know, a lot of things that we've written about, a lot of things that we've talked about um, are still there. You know, Purdue has a lot of guys injured. Uh, that are not participating in, in spring practice. They have they have enough to scrimmage. I'll tell you that. Uh, but they have a lot of a lot of their main players, um, you know, are not participating. And that you know it starts with David Bell. Uh, you know, Aiden O'Connell is practicing, but he's not doing 11 on 11 stuff. Jalen Alexander is out. Anthony Watts is out. Lawrence Johnson is out. You know, the list goes on. Both safeties are out. So when looking at practice, you're not looking at a full team. You're not looking at the team that I think will take the field when they play Oregon State on September 4th. And we're also not factoring in uh, the transfers uh, that, that are coming. Now, they do have three on the field right now. Uh, offensive lineman uh, Tyler Witt uh, and defensive end uh, Joseph Anderson and linebacker O.C. Brothers. But there's two other guys that have announced that they're coming, both in the in the secondary, and that's where they need they need the most help. So today was not an earth-shattering day of gleaning information from from watching practice you know they're still yeah I, I, they haven't changed really what they do they do a lot of the same stuff as I remember because the last time I watched a Purdue football practice was spring of last year before things got shut down by COVID uh, then the last time and they were outside today and the last time I watched a practice outdoors would probably have been the fall of 2019. So it's been a while. Now, when they stretch and warm up, they are socially distanced. uh, And they do it across both fields. But all the other drills that they they did today, pretty much they've done since Jeff Brom has gotten here. Now, they, they incorporate some different things. Like when they go from one period to the next, sometimes, not after every period, they'll do some kicking. They will have... Uh, two guys kick off or practice kickoff pooch punts or they'll do punting um, just as a kind of as a, as a breakup to say you know these two guys are up they kick off then they move on to the next drill um, but there you know there's probably a little bit more special teams work I, I would say this spring uh, compared to what I remember in the past uh, a lot of kickoff returns and, and punting, and uh, and I think you know kind of where they're at from a kicking standpoint with extra points. 
and field goals. It's not been a good spring uh, for for the kickers, um, even though I, I think it's getting better. Uh, today there were numerous misses uh, with field goals, uh, close field goals. Uh, but you know, based on what I was told, thing you know, things are improving, but probably not quick enough. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if Purdue tried to grab a kicker out of the transfer portal. Um, amongst other positions, that's what they're looking for as well. But, um, you know, to say, you know, I think the last scrimmage uh, Jeff Brom talked about, he, you know, he said the defense was, was ahead of the offense and that the running game really didn't get things going and stuff like that. I would, I would still believe that to be true. The defense is still probably the, the dominant part of the, the, uh, the team right now, in part because um, you, you do have some, some injuries uh, on the offensive side that, is, that would keep you back. Uh, and as I mentioned, you know, David Bell's not, not participating this spring. Uh, but, you know, the defense is without, as I mentioned, two safeties and two of their interior linemen. But they got two guys off the edge that are pretty good with George Karloftis and Demarcus Mitchell. And uh, seeing them perform was, you know, reaffirms that the strength of the defense is going to be those two guys right there. Uh, today was also kind of a fun day for uh, the team. They kind of, the early part of their drills, offensive guys were getting involved in defensive drills like Austin Burton was doing some drills with the safeties and I thought man I got a scoop on my hands here Austin Burton's moving to safety (laughs) it's like no that's not he's not doing that uh but they, they did some they did some fun things like that where offensive guys did some defensive stuff and some defensive guys did some offensive stuff and you know, part of that is also, um, you know, seeing who might be able to play a position that you hadn't, that, that nobody had thought of. You know, maybe there's a guy on the defensive side that could line up at wide receiver or line up at running back or line up in the backfield uh, to, to, for one play or a package of plays. You know, and part of that is just trying to, to maximize their best players and putting them in a position to help help the team win but it was more of just here's you know you know you guys go out and have some fun today and you know Corey Trice caught a touchdown pass in one of the drills which you know obviously brought the defense to their feet and they were all hooping and hollering um so you had you know things like that that were that were happening in some drills, but most of the drills were, were basic offense versus defense, you know, serious, you know, Jeff Brom ran, you know, his red zone period. Uh, they did second and third down periods. They had first down periods. They did a lot of, a uh, lot of, a lot of things that they've done in the past. They did a lot of, you know, there was short yardage period where, you know, that was going to be an emphasis this year with, uh, you know, trying to improve short yardage you know, situations where, you know, Purdue is just getting stuffed too many times on, on third, fourth and short. And that's an area that they, you know, they really have to improve on and along with the overall running game. Uh, so, uh, it was, you know, kind of a mixed bag of things and, 
you know, I thought it would be more of a walkthrough today because they're going to, you know, get after it on Friday with the scrimmage and all that kind of stuff. But uh, it looked like a normal practice, uh, you know, maybe not at the level that they, they had been at, you know, uh, maybe earlier in spring because they were going to have the scrimmage on Friday. But still, it, it looked like a, a good workout and, uh, um, you know, some things probably got accomplished uh, as they go back and look at the film and they're probably going to be pleased with and there's also a lot of things they need to, to continue to, to work work on. Uh, but you know it's really hard to sit there and judge and say they're going to be this, they're going to be that when you got four starters out on defense five starters maybe, six who knows uh, and then guys out on offense as well uh, but uh, you know I, we keep hearing that TJ Sheffield uh, is having a good spring and um, he's running uh, with a lot more confidence and he's playing with a lot more confidence than he has uh, and I think the you know, what he did in the kick return game probably helped his confidence uh, last year and has kind of carried over into the spring where uh, he, he would be the I believe the number one slot receiver right now um, it's good to see Marshawn Rice out there practicing uh he's not you know he's been banged up his first couple years and hasn't gotten the reps that uh that he's wanting to get or the coaching staff wants him to get but you know he's he's out there and he's you know he made some good catches today Malik Carr you know just a a really good athlete and you know a guy that you know still still needs some polish still needs some work but He's a, he's a guy that can step up and make make a play for you at, at any moment. You know, Colin Sullivan is another receiver that kind of caught my eye today. Uh, he's gotten bigger. Um, he's a guy that you know I would think would be in the mix for you know if you're using six receivers, seven receivers. You know, I think he's a guy that that, that can be in that mix. Uh, he looked good today. Had some uh, had some nice catches in, in some of the drills and the one-on-one situations that they, that that they were doing. So those are a few that caught caught my eye a little bit uh, on the offensive side. The running back position is still thin. You know, Horvath, you know, Xander Horvath still the main guy. You know, Jackson Anthrop's doing probably a little bit more work in the running back room uh, as opposed to the receiver room, uh, just because they're probably thin. But he also can can end up there. But Jackson Anthrop can play basically anywhere. He doesn't need to have a position by his name because he'll be used wherever he's needed uh, and he probably would have played running back last year if Purdue would have played any of those games against Indiana and we kept hearing that the running back room got hit by COVID pretty hard and I would I would I would probably bet money that Jackson Anthrop would have gotten carries from the running back position in that game but he's a guy that can go back and forth and do a lot of different things, and they're probably just using him right now um, in the running back room just because they need some bodies there. Uh, you know, the offensive line is pretty much what, you know, has been written about, uh, you know, with Greg Long at, at left tackle, um, Spencer Holstage at guard, Gus Hartwig at center, uh, you know, Tyler Witt at, at, at right guard. And then Eric Miller at, uh, at right tackle. Um, you know, Dave Monet 
I think that's how you say it. He's he's been in there. He was in there in some short yardage situations. Uh, a few times they had an extra offensive lineman in there when they were doing uh, short yardage situations. Uh, so that's been the offensive line pretty much throughout camp. Uh, you know they're still waiting on Cam Craig uh, to get back, uh, and he, he probably will be. Uh, a guy that's uh, competes for one of those tackle spots, uh, and you know he's probably one of their when healthy. He's probably one of their better linemen, so he will he will find a spot, you know. And I, I, I think Gus Hartwig is a guy that's going to you know start a lot of games uh, over the next three or four years for Purdue. Uh, I think he's pretty solid. Uh, and to start some games as a freshman tells you where he's at in his development. And, you know, I think Purdue's going to have a lot of bodies there. They had a lot of bodies to start last year, but guys got hurt, and they ended up, you know, they ended up playing basically five guys the last three or or four games of the year. But there's some depth there. Um, There's some, you know, some guys that uh, are going to rotate in. Um, Don't know if there's a a standout star type of guy right now, but they'll they'll have some bodies to choose from. You know the tight ends. Payne Durham. Payne Durham makes some plays today, uh, which he always does. You know defensively, you know George and Demarcus, you know stand out just because of their athletic ability and just their skills. Uh, you know there's really nobody on the Purdue's offensive line when they when George and Demarcus really want to get after it, they're that you know can block them, and that's you know that should help the offensive line as they start playing different competition in the fall. Uh, you know, the interior, you don't have Lawrence Johnson. You don't have Anthony Watts. Um, Branson Dean getting a, getting a good long look inside. I've, I've kind of always liked him as a player. I know he's, he's a little undersized, but he has good quickness, I think. Um, you know, if you remember, he got a safety last year uh, in, in one of the games. Uh, and he's, you know, he's playing a little bit inside there. Um, you know, and Samisi is holding down the, the middle of the linebacking group. Um, you know, Kali Sanders was out there today doing some stuff. Um, but they're, you know, they're thin at linebacker as well because of some injuries, uh, and some other factors there. And as, you know, talked about the, the secondary, how thin they are, uh, back there, but the corners are, are from a starting standpoint, standpoint are pretty well set with, uh, Corey Trice and Diedrich Mackey and, you know, we talked about Trice and making the, the, the play on offense and, uh, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, there was one injury of note. Uh, Steven Fischow, uh came up lame, uh, looked like an ankle type of injury, Need to, needed to get helped off, helped off the field, but uh, won't know the severity of that till until Friday if, if Jeff Brom has, has an update on that. So, um, you know, instead of writing a story about this, I just figured I'd babble about it on the podcast. Uh, a lot easier to do that. I mean, there's not really, you know, a lot of, you know, a lot of things to write about other than, you know, they're doing drills and stuff like that. And, uh, and again, it was it was a bit of a fun day. It was a not a normal day that they that they do. You know, as you get toward the end of spring practice, you want to. You know, loosen things up a little bit, make it enjoyable, and you know, I think that was part of what what happened today at practice, and um, and we'll see what comes out of the scrimmage on on Saturday, where it'll be a much you know, much more serious tone there. 
you know, the quarterbacks, you know, O'Connell's not involved in 11-on-11, but he is involved in a lot of the drills. Um, you know, Jack Plummer's still taking a, you know, say the majority of the number one snaps. You know, then you got Austin Burton and uh, Michael Alamo. Um, Lamo's got a nice, nice arm on him. Um, you know, really hadn't seen him uh, practice since he got here because, you know, we were not allowed to watch last year uh, at all. But he's got a nice, he's got a nice arm. He's got some zip on the ball. Um, looks good, good size. Um, so, and um, he didn't run much, but, uh, you know, I've been told that, you know, he can, he can, he can get out and scamper a little bit and, and do some things with his legs uh, if, if need be. So, um, you know, quarterbacks looked okay. I mean, I'm sure, you know, you'd like to see him in a scrimmage situation to, to gauge him a little bit more. Uh, but, you know, you take what you get uh, in these uh, in these situations and do the best you can. And, again, today's just a very small snap snapshot of what they've done this spring um, and just, you know, enjoyed the ability to to watch, to try to line up what, what was being said to, to what, to what I was able to see there. And so, you know, very, uh, very appreciative that, uh, was given the opportunity to, to watch, uh, watch the practice, um, and, uh, and try to just try to see what's going on with Purdue football. And, uh, again, Friday is going to be their last, uh, their last spring practice, of uh, of of the year, um, and there's one other note I wanted to tell you about was that uh, um, poor Zane uh, Zane Green, the safety, got got mowed over uh, on one play, <laughs> and uh, uh, it took him a little bit to get up, but uh, he got uh, he got run over pretty good. Uh, can't I? Trying to read my notes here to see. Uh, who ran him over and I can't, I can't make out my notes here, but he got, uh, he got, uh, he got, uh, he got smoked pretty good. Uh, you know, good red zone ex- execution, you know, by something by Alamo in the red zone, you know, just kind of looking at my notes there and, you know, he hit Payne Durham and, um, hit Malik Carr and another one, um, you know, did a shovel pass to Xander Horvath, uh, that scored from about 20 yards. Uh, so, um, you know, they ran, he ran a lot of different plays, didn't run, you know, didn't, they really didn't get heavy on the trick plays today, but, uh, but anyway, just thought I'd, I'd put uh, my thoughts down on the Potter and go from there. Uh, Purdue basketball Friday night at, uh, Lucas Oil, Purdue and Tech, North Texas in the first round of the NCAA tournament. Games at Mackey Arena start on Thursday. Uh, we'll be covering those as well, uh, with Drake and Wichita State and then, uh, uh, Michigan State and uh, UCLA. Anyway, appreciate you stopping by. Comments, questions, concerns, you know how to reach me. And uh, go out and have, have a good day.